I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. We called out our last finalist or our second finalist, I should say, here on uh, Room 104. It was Lee Porter out in Cabinteely. And I presumed it was a girl, and then you said it was a boy. I've never heard a name Lee. And then you shouted, L-E-E. laughing at me, saying, oh, it's a boy, you idiot. Yeah, uh. Because I thought L E was a boy's name. No, but you only put that in brackets. That's how you pronounce it. Oh. So I was right after all. Oh. Lee, was oh, I hi. right? Are you a, a man or a woman? I'm a woman. So <laughs> oh my God, sorry I'm so about that sorry. Now. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize your name was L E I G H, which I'm just seeing now. I thought L E. Sorry. Everyone always gets the pronunciation wrong. So it's just I get easier. Leah, I get Lay. Yeah, Lay. So I, I would have looked at it. To- <laughs> kind of like Slay. It's spelled the same way as Slay if you put an S in front of it, isn't it? That's it. It's quite nice, actually. I like the name Lee for a girl. Mm. It was lovely. No, don't backtrack now. You no, thought I she am. was a I'm man. Sorry. I apologize now and just. I saw L E E and I just assumed, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to get a search a bit of. Uh, maybe get some glasses. The screen. I fairness, do need the screen's glasses, fair, fair enough away from you there. But uh, Lee, first and foremost, our sincerest apologies for getting that wrong. Uh, and I hope you weren't too insulted. But the good news is, you're in the final on Monday. Delighted. Fingers Woo. crossed that you get to go. Who would you bring if you did get to go? Um, I'd probably bring my fiance, Pierce. I think he'd be disappointed if he wasn't invited. Yeah, when it's a fiance, <laughs> you don't really have a choice, do you? You yeah, kind of have to. You kind of have to go. Exactly. Uh, Lee, have you booked a date for the wedding? Um, no, I'm still in college, so I'm like, get that out of the way, and then uh, we can think about a wedding then. It's for the best. Yeah, you're burning your money in college at the moment. There's no chance, probably. If, uh, oh my god, I what money? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. What are you studying? Um, athletic therapy. Oh, ah, what exactly is that? Is that chatting to losers when they come in second and third and just having a bit of therapy with them? Listen, <laughs> you're still a fine person. Don't worry about it. Not quite. <laughs> Physiotherapy, but for athletics. Um, yeah, being a specialist in like musculoskeletal injuries, basically. Oh, again, a real job with a real, job, real exactly. impact with people who, who need your help. So listen, fair play to you. She'd be a deserved winner now, but listen, uh, you're in the draw. And just while we have you there, um, your face is obviously blocked out a little bit in your uh, WhatsApp profile photo, but I'm just wondering, are you into CrossFit or powerlifting? Or? Um, I compete in powerlifting. Oh, cool. That is very, very cool. What can you, what can you squat? Um, what can, what's my best squat? Probably 155 kilos at what? 72 kilo body weight. So that did more than double your own body weight? 
be out there about. Wow. Saying I can't even lift like little weights. Can't even lift your mood. <laughs> oh, compared, to, com- compared to what some of the girls in Irish powerlifting are lifting, it's nothing. Ah, stop! Honestly, <laughs> are there the people smashing more of that out? Like, what's do you know what the either the Irish record is or what some of the weights they'd be lifting are? Um, there's one girl lifting two hundred and five kilos. That's deadlifting now at seventy kilos body weight. Oh, it's pretty impressive! Wow, that's Dear insane. God. That is insane. I don't, know I don't even know how heavy that is. Um, I'm about 110 kilos. Jesus Christ! So two of me. Jesus. Uh, give that a go. <laughs> well, we'll try that. Come over here, search you know now, and I'll if, just if sit he, in your lap. If he tripped up and that, yeah. and fell on me, I'd be dead. Oh God! He'd flatten me. Right. Okay. So um, yeah, that's gas. Listen, uh, Lee. Apologies about the confusion in the mix up there, but listen, you're in the draw on Monday and uh, who knows you could be getting a call back then saying you and Pierce are heading over to Thailand for 10 days all expenses paid trip done and dusted so listen very best of luck and thanks for popping on this evening alright thank you fingers crossed no worries bye 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 I will never judge again by name I do the same with Dara's you know girls names that are Dara what are what are like gender neutral names Dara Lee Dara Alex I didn't I didn't know Lee I didn't know there was a girl version with the L-E-I-G-H. I thought it was... I always thought Lee, L-E-E was just a boy's name. Yeah. Because you know like Dara, D-A-R-A is a girl's name and D-A-R-A-G-H is a boy's no, name. No, I know boys who are D-A-R-A. Oh, I'm so confused. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I thought that God. was like the girl's version. No. With the girl's version, is there... The, well, the Irish girl's version is a D-A-I-R-E. Actually, now that you say it, then you have Couple Alex. And Alex A. Like Alex is the same yeah. spelling for both. Alexandra, Alex. I what other boy girl names? Um, um, Sam Sam Alex Lee Again why would I automatically think Sam must be the boy I don't know So annoying I need to stop doing that Because you're a sexist pig That's why Just presuming all the time I am not a sexist you're pig a How sexist dare you pig An absolute scumbag uh, Says him <laughs> Says himself over there I was a staunch feminist over here I was burning <laughs> my bra earlier on Before I came in here now Just keep myself warm It's freezing Oh, your bra on the fire Whose there. Whose bra did you rob? That's that's the worrying part about all of this. <laughs> she came home, I'm just there in her bra and her underwear sauntering oh around the God. house like a serial killer. Hello! No, no one needs to imagine Burning that. Burning bras. Do, do, do. Right, okay. Uh, still to come at 11 o'clock, by the way, where we can maybe kick this off now, but who cheats more in a relationship, men or women? Uh, I genuinely think it's 50-50. I think women are much more sneaky about it. Men are less sneaky about it and leave their phone hanging around and mess they bring her back to the bedroom and yeah maybe leave items of clothing in the the bedroom Uh, but I think girls are I I think a lot more girls cheat than we think really yeah I do why do you think girls cheat I think girls cheat if they're um, not getting the attention from their boyfriend you often hear or I would often hear from friends of mine that he never compliments me he never says I look good that kind of stuff lingers on. Well, have you I ever had a situation where they've done the dirt with someone who is maybe like uh, wealthier, older, a bit more... Not like necessarily. Celeb. Like if, if if you were going out with someone and a celeb, you know, who's your favorite celeb? Who would you like? Okay, Eminem came in and said... Jo- Josh Hartnett. Josh, Josh Hartnett. If yeah. Josh Hartnett, if you're, in a, if you're married and Josh Hartnett came along and said, one night, let's go. No. I wouldn't. I, I, I just no. I'm not into Come cheating. I never have. But cheated. you're into I Josh Hartnett. I know, but no, I just wouldn't. It wouldn't do it for me. Uh, I don't think uh, they cheat because there's like an older, richer man. They'd go for that in general. Uh, I think they they genuinely would cheat because they're not getting the attention. Also, lack of sex is a huge thing. For 
for women. Like if you're not getting Okay, so you're married your bit. If you're married, you're not getting your bit. Yeah. And maybe he can't perform and Josh Hartnett comes along and he's like, Do you wanna? What are you doing then? You have to. You <laughs> have to be like, like I, never I, need it for, I need it for that. You tell him. You'd be like, do you know what? You can video it and put it up in your OnlyFans account and I get a job done. I will stay married to you, but I will be having sexual encounters with Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Okay? That's just <laughs> that. You could organise that. But no, I do. I think they both cheat and I think, um, I don't actually know. I'm not a man, so I don't know why men cheat, but I do think that women cheat if they're not getting the uh, attention that they, that, they, that they want or crave. And also lack of intimacy okay uh, let us know drop us in a message we'll be talking about that a little bit after 11 as well and you'll hear from a professor uh, who was doing a bit of research for her book interviewed 46 men who did the dirt on their other halves and consistently and regularly cheated on their girlfriends fiancés and their wives to try and find out why lads why did you do it um, but let us know who you think cheats more men or women getting back to pardoning people we were chatting about uh, uh, pardons Trump is going to be pardoning a lot of people today if you watch Tiger King on Netflix you'll know that Joe Exotic who's currently locked away in prison is hoping to be on the pardon list his legal team are confident that he's going to be pardoned they are so confident they have sent a stretch limousine out to the prison in which he is in thinking that he's going to get out and obviously leave in a big a beautiful just likes making a lot of noise anyway we just wanted to know is there anything you've done that you would like to be pardoned for now Bab's got in touch and said and she just sent this in here now so my mum had me so my mum had me and 11 months later had my twin sisters so when we were small we were all put in the bath together standard yeah I've, I've done that shared the bath water back in the day yeah. I used to stand with my feet on either side of the bath and tell the twins to go under the bridge between my legs and pee on their heads now I was very young myself but I would like to be pardoned for that please oh my god that is something I know if that was your child you'd be like well done that is brilliant how would you even have thought to do that that is disgusting that's disgusting but hilarious and they probably didn't even realise they just thought it was was the water smells weird they probably drank some of it as well oh Jesus Christ Oh my God, Babs! Yeah, Are they still alive and well? Are they? Do they know about this, Babs? But yeah, we will, you've been pardoned. Well done. Yeah, that's a, that's probably the best one we've had. <laughs> that's oh, good God! You have been pardoned. There you go, Babs. Wow. <laughs> wow. Christ. All right. Deep breaths, everyone. Deep breaths. Any other ones you want to be pardoned for tonight? We'll leave the pardon line open. You can confess your sins, and we will pardon you tonight. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. On the way next, control. Alt delete and there's a very interesting job if you want to work on social media for Elon Musk I'll tell you about that next you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon FM 104 and infidelity in relationships who's the bigger scumbag men or women let us know 87 we're going to talk about that shortly and you'll hear from uh, somebody who for research for a book interviewed face to face 46 men who regularly cheat on their other halves to find out lads why are you doing it that's on the way still here on Room 104 but first Room 104's Control Alt Delete I, I thought of a tagline for this bit go on tomorrow's technology today it's terrible, isn't it? it was pretty you're much, such a loser. You're such a. We're talking uh, old about the, fu- the tom- we're talking about the technology of tomorrow t- today. It's like Brennan's bread. Tomorrow. Today's tech today. That's what I was thinking of. Tomorrow. Today's tech today. That's way better. So we got there in the end. All right, right. There today's tech today. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll change the whole feature to today's tech today. That's a really good one. Or it should be tomorrow's tech today, though. 
It should be tomorrow's tech today. Sorry. Wait, anyway, why tomorrow's tech well, today? Because we're talking about the future of technology today. Okay. So it'd be tomorrow's tech well, today. We're still talking about today, so it can be today's tech today. Today's tech today. I it like today's tech today. Has yeah. a better ring. Let us know if you agree with the ring. Anyway, <laughs> a quick roundup of what's happening in the, the, the world of tech. First up, uh, over the last 12 months, I think everyone in the country got on TikTok. Now, maybe not posted stuff, but downloaded the app and enjoyed a lot of the wholesome content that was produced. I downloaded the app, I slut-dropped, and I didn't uh, become famous, so I, know, I, had I, to, know. I had to delete it. You need to do a few more few more slut-drops and you would have been there. I know. You know, And there's a whole new trend now, come on with it, that's all you do. If I had no shame and just put up a picture, or sorry, a video, either A, naked, or B, very naked, nearly naked, very nearly naked, mm. then I would have probably done okay. Yeah. Just because well, I'm t- sex still time. sells, doesn't there's, it? There's still time. But speaking of sex sells and those kind of slutty photos, you would find maybe more of those scantily clad bikini model photos on Instagram. You right? would, yeah. And obviously the youth now have left Instagram uh, and have gone over to TikTok. And I think Instagram and Snapchat, Snapchat was kind of dying a little bit. But uh, if you might be listening you might, and you might be using Instagram a lot less than what you were using TikTok. So t- Instagram, to combat the TikTok problem, launched. Do you know what they launched? What did they launch? Reels. Remember that? Oh, yeah. But no one really caught on to that. Really. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I want to know. It's like, Is anyone here listening jumping on the Reels bandwagon on Instagram? Because I think, I think it was the worst idea ever for Instagram to launch Reels. One, what's happening is all the tech seems to be merging into the exact same platform. Because yeah. people are like, that's done really well, let's copy it. So... Uh, I would skip past a reel yeah so Instagram copied this off Snapchat they copied the stories feature off Snapchat now they're looking to copy this off TikTok Mm. Facebook has launched stories LinkedIn has launched stories like get a grip no one wants it so they're all obviously seeing other things that are working and they're saying oh well people are spending more time over there so let's just copy that and bring it in and anyway uh, you might have spent no one's using reels I just I I don't get it Instagram is there for food holidays and bikinis yeah pretty much and fitness Lads with their abs out and their boobs out, right? Yeah. So I don't know what the crack is with them trying to launch reels. But anyway, uh, the head of Instagram has come out. Adam uh, Mossery? Anyway, um, the head of Instagram has come out and said, even he doesn't like reels. Oh, did he? He said it's not really working for them. He said TikTok is still winning and they're not happy with it. And they're trying to figure out new ways and new creative ways to make Instagram as popular and as creative and as entertaining as TikTok. But I just don't think that's what Instagram is about. Instagram is about producing beautifully edited, filtered photos. Yeah, just st- stick to what you're best at. Yeah, it's just obviously everyone is having more crack over on TikTok. And I think I've seen a lot of people say this. Why is TikTok better than Instagram? And I've seen a few people comment on this because it's more down to earth. It's realer and it's not as fake as Instagram is. Instagram is full of arsehole influencers who have filtered photos perfect skin sitting in Dubai flaunting COVID restrictions going oh my god this is amazing where TikTok is just some random woman on her phone in her gaff having a crack kind of thing yeah it's a bit of fun isn't it and that blows up so you don't need to be stunningly beautiful or have chiseled abs to blow up on TikTok and I think that's one of the reasons for it but Instagram are struggling now and um the head of Instagram has come out and said, I'm not yet happy with it. We're growing both in terms of how much people are sharing content, uh, but we have a long way to go. And we have to be honest, TikTok is ahead. Well, I mean, they just have to call a spade a spade here. If they're going to have features where you can filter your photos, you can mm. filter your videos, you can put on, and you know, a lot of influencers, if you want to call them that, are going onto their back. Instagram stories and you're thinking, geez, they look great. And they'll tell they you that they're using uh, mm. a certain filter. 
Mm. Like, oh, I'm using the Kylie Jenner one. And you're like, what? Yeah. So, I mean, it's fake. Is Instagram going to die? Is it going to go the way of Facebook where it's only going to be your L one on it sharing conspiracy theory videos? It is funny how you'll notice a different age group are still predominantly using Facebook. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Like the over 40s are still over using... over 65s. Huge, the, the biggest growth in Facebook over the last few years has been over 65s. Yeah. Anyway, maybe you're a fan of Reels. I'm certainly not. And I don't think a lot, I don't know a lot of people who are TikTok all the way. For another six months to a new new app comes along and everyone's like, oh my God, have you done this? Uh, so that's the first story this evening. Second story, if you're looking for a new job, uh, Tesla is hiring an employee. It's got a position where all you'll be doing is defending Elon Musk online. Wow, that's a weird job to have. So Elon Musk a while ago got rid of their PR department and since then Musk has gotten himself in a little bit spot of bother a few times. He's been called out for, you know, he was smoking weed on I think a certain podcast and he's just a bit eccentric. He comes out with random stuff. Yeah. He remember he he said something about remember he made that comment when the kids were trapped in the cave somewhere, remember? Oh yeah, that was y- not a couple of years ago. But he came out yeah. basically accusing the main guy of being a paedophile yes. who went into the teacher who went in to save him. So he's a bit, he's a, he's an eccentric uh, billionaire. He's now the richest man in the world. But um, You'd want to be paid a lot of money because I'd say it'd be a stressful job. Yeah, so you're, the job is going to be addressed. So social media escalations directed at the CEO according to the job posting on Tesla's um, website. I'm sure you're going to be able to do this um remotely I think so if you're looking for a new job go on to careers on the Tesla website but you'll be defending the eccentric billionaire Elon Musk which is a little bit would you do it? Uh, no I wouldn't I'd hate that because all you're going to be dealing with is rage on Twitter 24-7 and then you have to word it so perfectly yeah. so that he's not offended by what you've said in response and he might be some sort of creative billionaire genius but I say he is horrible to work oh I'd with. say so yeah you know you hear all these stories about people loved Steve Jobs Steve Jobs was apparently a nightmare to work really? with oh like I'm Didn't talking I'm talking bad insane oh no oh like wanting to get the most out of people is another word for borderline exploitation no he did this thing one of his books anyway it goes into it where he would like for the iPod for example when they were developing that he yeah. developed he set up two teams to compete against each other for the iPod and whoever like lost was like sacked no way that kind of stuff yeah where they just pit, 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 pit themselves against each other and then he, he was just weird, real real weird with his loyalty he'd be like your best friend one day yeah and then if he didn't like what you were doing or if you didn't like what you were doing he would then all of a sudden not be your best friend and shut you out of meetings and shut you out of the inner circle in Apple and be somebody else's best friend Dangerous. real like yeah. but he put it down to being that kind of Weird, not to get the best out of people by having you fear for your job twenty four seven. And I can imagine a lot of people would have idolised him, so would oh, yeah. have gone above and beyond to try and there get his go. good side. And then realised this isn't worth it. I haven't seen my newborn son for six years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, listen, you can get a job, customer support specialist for Elon Musk. PR job, just trying to make everyone love Elon Musk again and to de-escalate tensions that arise online for stupid stuff that he has done. Now, every single day there is a new article about Zoom and a, a different. Different reason for saying different things, right? On a Zoom meeting, if you're in a lecture or if you're in a in a, in a Zoom call, camera on or camera off? And can I ask you, right, before you answer that question, mm. if you are the lecturer or the teacher or the person hosting the meeting, yeah. do you want everyone to have their cameras on or off? On. On, right? Because I can imagine, I've never had to do this as of yet, but I haven't had to host a meeting in front of 20 or 30 people and it's just black boxes. I'd say that's so depressing yeah. and demoralizing and you can't get a read on people. It's bad enough 
Yeah, that's the thing. You can't get a read yeah. on people and you don't know if people are paying attention to you. Yeah, so I've kind of made it a thing now where I you know, read something about part of the reason why we're all so depressed and lonely at the moment is because we've no human connection. We don't see anybody. We can't see anyone. So I've just been like, and it's really... Is that why you want to video me every single day? Like, Hello! <laughs> I'm over here. I'm just so sad crying before I come on the Zoom call. Hi, <laughs> oh, there's a person. I literally am like that. <laughs> Yeah, I found someone. A human. Where's Wally? Right. So this is what I would think, and a lot of the research that's come out over the last while has said it's really good for human connection and all that kind of stuff to at least have your camera on so you can see someone. Yeah. Now, just to annoy you even further, another article, why you should turn off your camera during Zoom meetings. And I'm just like, would you piss off, right? why are they telling us to now turn off our cameras? To save the environment. Oh, Stop it. Right, can we not just all admit that the environment, we've lost this battle and let's just enjoy the last 50 years that we have on the planet before we're all under six foot of water and everywhere's on fire. Yeah, I think so too. Right, so uh, basically they've done a little bit of study showing how much energy uh, video calls are compared to phone calls and that everyone with their screens on uses more laptop battery, uses more bandwidth for your internet and that all obviously costs you know, takes energy to power. Yeah. So we're burning way more carbon by having multiple Zoom calls with videos on. So listen, if you want to go back to your boss and you hate putting your camera on because you want to be in bed in your pajamas, you can now argue for the company's environmental policy, you should turn your camera off because it'll save more energy. But I, I just rather, I think people would be better off from a whole human point of view leaving it on. Yeah, I think so too. I think it definitely helps when the camera's on and... For one, you feel part of the team mm. and then also you're more involved when your camera's on. So, so it turns out that you might have seen, uh, I think last year, the global CO2 emissions only like dropped by 6%, even though we were all locked down all over the world. Yeah, right? interesting. Now, yeah. they like blaming us for this and they're telling us we can't do X, Y, and Z. The main reason was a lot of manufacturing still took place and a lot of production still went on. So the bulk of CO2 is done from massive companies, yeah. massive production. We're Grant. Right, so like, don't be blaming us. Uh, so they're basically saying that we've petrol and transport emissions have gone down, mm. but like Netflix has gone up, <laughs> huge, and, and Zoom calls and all that kind of entertainment stuff that does cost energy has gone up. So yeah, turn your camera off if you want to be environmental. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And lonely. Or turn it on if you want to see another human face. Yeah, I'm which gonna go I think... For during these times it's kind of essential yeah, isn't it it really is um, but that's the latest anyway um, another annoying Zoom article come out from that um, this article I find fascinating this story as well uh, it's good news for people who are paralysed as well because a German team of German scientists are after genetically engineering mice that were paralysed and got them to walk again that's amazing they were able to genetically engineer their nerve cells in their spine and even though they had uh, it's obviously very cruel they had deliberately paralysed uh, mice mm. and they'd broken and severed their spinal cords which is usually game over you can never recover from that yeah uh, they turned out that using genetic engineering and in, in a new approach that they were able to make a lot of the mice walk again fully completely and reattach and rejoin and re-stimulate their spinal cords incredible that's good news isn't it I think it's it's one of the most tragic uh, injuries that anyone can face and I know two people that have severed their spine and uh, yeah it is it just it's tragic. So anything that is um, a positive in this area of science, I'm all for. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Now, it's obviously only in mice and it is not uh, yes, ready. But it's, it's, yeah. At least it's a good kind of stepping stone, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there you go. Step in the right direction yeah. and proving it. At least the concept in mice has been proven that you can restore nerve cells and different uh, nerve cells and different parts of uh, the spine and help repair spinal injuries. So who knows? Yeah, sooner rather than later, we might be having a cure for... Uh, Paralysis, which would be unbelievable. And then the final story this evening is in relation to car batteries. Now, I don't have an electric car. Uh, if you're listening, maybe you do. I wonder, I don't even know how long they take to charge. So if you're going to tr- charge your car battery somewhere, yeah. I take it, it probably takes three, four, five hours, I think, for a fully charged car battery. You can let us know if you have an electric car that just runs off a battery, not one of those hybrid ones. Let us know how long it takes to charge because a new factory over in China has been developing uh, the, the manufacturer's called Eve Energy. This is a company that has developed a battery that can be fully charged in five minutes. Amazing. A car battery fully charged in five minutes, yeah. How long would that last then? Uh, I, I think it, it takes the same amount of mileage with the, the standard car mileage for batteries at the moment but usually they take a couple of hours to charge but now it could be five minutes Prob- apparently though uh, the technology they have at the minute can't just be implant- implanted or transferred over to electric cars at the moment they're going to need this will be for new models of cars that can deal with the power and the technology and the surge and stuff yeah. so like if you have an electric car right now you can't just bang this battery in and you're away in five minutes it doesn't work like that unfortunately mm. but there you go if you have an electric car I imagine the main frustration is not having your car battery charged of course and that takes ages but if it could be done in five minutes happy days very happy days that's great news Uh, yeah because I imagine that can be frustrating if you have an electric car going down the country because you you often see people plugged in at the watch Apple Greens and they're there for like an hour and just trying to get enough charge it is very cool that there are now battery cars though Oh yeah, and then this is obviously going to make it even easier. Brilliant. Uh, and who knows? There might even be uh, be cool if it had. In other words, there's wireless charging for your phone now, where you can just leave it on a thing. Yeah. Maybe you could just park up to a car parking space. It'd be wireless charging for your car. Yeah. That'd be lovely. Lovely. Uh, anyway, that's Control Alt Delete for this week, or today's Tech Today. Uh, Control Alt Delete. Today's Tech Today. <laughs> you have to say it like the Brennan's man. <laughs> yeah. Today's Tech today's Today. Tech today. Oh, isn't it great to have a new iPad? And we'll talk like that. Uh, that'll be back again next week on the way before. Uh, before the end of the show here this evening 
uh, one more spot in the draw for the Pats to Paradise. All expenses paid trip to Thailand. And you can let us know who cheats more, men or women. We're going to be uh, hearing from a professor who interviewed both men and women on why they cheated. That's on the way shortly. Here's Julie. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. You and your best mate lying on a beautiful beach in Koh Samui all the way over in Thailand. The weather's absolutely perfect and you've forgotten about all the misery of 2020 and 2021. The first half, anyway, you could be going uh, with thanks to our past the Paradise competition with the Open College. It's Ireland's leading QQI distance learning course provider. More information at theopencollege.com. But Saoirse, what else is included in this free trip to Thailand? What's not included? So you got return flights from Dublin to Koh Samui. You got 10 nights in a luxury hotel with daily breakfast, half day of snorkeling and sightseeing. Lovely. With a lovely boat trip included in that as well. Uh, A beach stop at a local market tour cooking class which includes all the ingredients and instructions dinner and drinks in a top restaurant and 500 euro to spend now there you go what else can you include in that <laughs> yeah, we've got you covered there so listen if you're worried about even the spend of money we've got you covered there so if you want to enter all you need to do right now is whatsapp us in the word paradise and your name and details to 0876797104 that is paradise your name and your details for free into our whatsapp 0876797104 and in about 15-20 minutes time we might be calling out your name and you might have secured yourself a place in the draw on Monday. Step number one, text us in, paradise new details. Step number two, you need to listen out for us to hear if we call out your name. All right, get them into us. It's the last place today here on FM 104 to get yourself in the competition final, which takes place on Monday. Paradise in your name, 0876797104. FM 104's Paths to Paradise with The Open College, Ireland's leading QQI distance learning course provider, theopencollege.com. And now back to more pressing issues of who are bigger scumbags when it comes to cheating and infidelity, men or women? There's loads of messages coming in here and it's kind of 50-50 is what I'm actually seeing here um, I want to go down there to there's a message that came in saying women so just down uh, yeah, underneath uh, we, this sorry, underneath there's a cu- sorry yeah, there's a couple here as well I just don't want to lose this text quickly uh, this is uh, first from Katie who said I think they're probably cheat equally but girls are more like detectives when they suspect their boyfriend oh, they is that do. right yeah that is true I think um, I've never been one for doing that maybe I probably should have uh, I couldn't be arsed <laughs> but I think yeah I think a lot of women will always imagine that their boyfriend is cheating and I think if you do go searching through someone's phone you're going to find something you don't like let's be honest it's going to be something that you're like really? <laughs> what way did you do so you might as well just not do you know searching what I mean? through my yeah, phone it could be like I mean if someone was going through your phone it's not just messages nowadays you have Instagram who are you searching on Instagram I mean surely there's going to be a hot girl on Instagram that you probably searched Slash maybe liked a photo. How dare you? I'm look, just saying. It's funny though, right? Look, if I go into my, like, on my search page on Instagram. There you go. See? <laughs> it's like all women in bikinis. I don't know why they're targeting me, <laughs> a young male. Listen, it's just, I Weird. don't know what's going on. I don't yes, know what's going that's on. That's very strange. Um, but yeah, uh, another message in there. I kind of agree with you. Uh, women, all my friends used to cheat. Just a guess though. I'm telling you. And do you know what? Do you know what it is? 2021. I honestly think no one really has any loyalty or morals when it comes to relationships because it's so easy to get dates it's so easy to meet yeah, yeah. but obviously we're in lockdown right now but it'll swipey 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 disposable where humans are disposable whereas I'm from the old fashioned mindset that you just um, nurture you nurture a relationship 
you know when you're in a relationship can I ask you, you, I'll stop just... you there now can I stop you there when <laughs> it's my 47 have you year ever <laughs> when have you ever nurtured a relationship search alright <laughs> can you tell us now when when okay sometimes they don't need to be nurtured and they need to be kicked up the hole and told to get out of your life and I've done that most times oh god but I'm just saying if it is uh, if you have a nice person you nurture the relationship you don't cheat on them you I've nur- never cheated I've always broken up with them and then why didn't up. you nurture because they're Should assholes nurture. why do you nurture them out of being an asshole uh, Keith good evening what is the crack uh, men cheat the most if they don't get enough hanky panky at home they go elsewhere I could say the same for women. Keith, I hope you're not speaking from experience. Yeah, but there's some women who have high sex drives and there's some men who have high sex drives. And men maybe with high sex drives that are with women with low sex drives, obviously they may be more likely to cheat, but vice versa. Mm. We all have needs. 0876797104. I might show a poll up on the gram as well to see. We'll, we'll get an official read on who we think cheats more, men or women. We're going to be chatting to a... Uh, Professor Walker in a few moments time she's done she's written a book basically on why men cheat she's also done a book on why women cheat as well but recently she interviewed 46 men and asked them the main question why do you cheat lads and I wonder what the answer she got back but listen let us know 0876797104 why do you think why do you think men uh, cheat and who do you think is worse you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long FM 104 Cormac and Saoirse here and you can answer us this question you know who cheats more men or women I'd love to know your thoughts on the WhatsApp number 0876797104 joining us now on the line to talk a little bit about that specifically about um, cheating men is an author and is an expert someone who has been delving into the world of infidelity for years uh, Professor Alicia Walker how are you? I'm well how are you? Yeah we're doing quite good um, now I always love talking about cheating uh, I've never that I know I've been cheated on and I've never cheated on anyone but it does interest me because I'd say most of my friends at some point in their lives have been cheated on by men but I guess uh, why do men cheat? That is a great question. <laughs> so there's many as many reasons to cheat as there are people who are cheating but um, among the group of men that I just interviewed their reason was basically if you want to boil it down um, that they felt emasculated. They felt in their marriages that they were emasculated and their masculinity was threatened and they sought an outside partner to help boost their sense of themselves as manly. <laughs> I'm, I, I love it there. So they're in a roundabout way blaming their wives. Yeah, that's that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Do you know what's really interesting though? Like I've never been cheated on, and I would be the type of girl that would always need help from a guy to fix everything in my life, whether it's tech or whether it's a light bulb to be changed. And I'm happy for them to do that. But I have friends who like to take on that role of I'm an independent woman. I don't need a guy to do that for me. And I always find it's those types of girls that end up getting cheated on. Well, you could be onto something, unfortunately. <laughs> the men that I spoke with um, talked about wives. This is their perception. Of course, I did not talk to their wives, but their perception was that their wives were disinterested in them as a person. You know, they didn't care to hear about the mundane details of their lives. They weren't asking them about their feelings. So like they were feeling some sadness and she was not inquiring about that. They weren't praising them 
for the tasks that they did do in the home. Some men would say, you know, I helped her with the chores, which of course frames the chores as her responsibility, right? Mm. I helped her with the chores and she did not even thank me. And then of course they talked about her total and utter lack of enthusiasm and interest in sex with them. So all of that combined disinterest, at least the men's perception of that, made them feel emasculated. If I, like, it's funny you mention that because um, I hung up the washing out of the washing machine a little bit earlier on. And let's say if I don't get the recognition from that this evening from my fiance, am I justified in, in looking elsewhere and having an affair? <laughs> well, I'm not an infidelity apologist. So I want to be very clear about that. <laughs> I make I make no, uh, you know, mm. judgments that it's OK or it's not OK. <laughs> but these men talked about, you know, it wasn't like a single incidence of that. Right. Uh, in their minds, this had been going on for years and they described their wives as impossible to please. And, uh, you know, that she just wasn't happy with anything that they were doing. But now you do raise a good point. A lot of folks feel like, why should I thank you for hanging up the wash when your clothes are in the wash as well, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and I will admit, while I was doing these interviews, there was I'm I'm a bit more like uh, like your girlfriends you just described there. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm a more independent kind of person, and so during these interviews, I did have moments of thinking, "My goodness gracious, <laughs> why do you expect praise for this?" But men were very clear with me. More than one of them said, you may think you understand men. I want to be clear. I don't. I don't think I understand them at all. Um, but they said, you need to understand that however much praise you think we need, we need so much more praise than that. Uh, they were very clear. More than one of them said, our egos are actually quite fragile. And I was a little surprised at men's willingness to be so vulnerable and honest, even when what they were telling me didn't really paint them in a very positive light. Now, although you obviously were studying this with men and you got their kind of reactions and, you know, their take on it, um, I think the same could probably be said for women in terms of if you're not giving them enough attention or, you know, maybe aren't interested in their day-to-day lives that they might lose interest or seek, you know, attention elsewhere. But is there a difference between the physical when it comes to the two sexes, that men maybe will go on what they see as opposed to, you know, emotionally connected to, to somebody. Do you know what I mean? Like that if they went on a night out, they saw a good looking girl, they really will just kind of maybe go for it. Um, so that's an interesting question on multiple counts. So my previous book was actually about women's cheating. And those women were all cheating for sex. They said, you know, I've got a great husband at home. We have a great relationship but I'm not getting the sexual satisfaction that I need. And they were very clear with me. You know, I am not cheating because I'm in love. I don't want to fall in love. I don't need somebody to boost up my ego. I just need more orgasms. Okay. Um, In terms of men, we do have this idea, right? And men will just kind of lay down with anybody, right? Anybody who shows some interest, men are just gonna, gonna cheat, right? Men are dogs. The men in this book, I mean, that's, that's how we paint them, right? But now the men in this book, the men in my study, that was not their situation. They, in fact, many of them described their affair partners as not nearly as attractive as their wives. For them, what they were 
seeking in an affair partner was that validation, that praise. They wanted her to tell them, you're a great guy. You're fabulous in bed. You're the best I've ever had. You know, your wife doesn't know what she's missing out on. Those kinds of things. And so it wasn't really about how hot she was or anything like that. It was really about how she made him feel. This is literally flipping everything I would have presumed on the head about affairs. I would have thought, as I said, men follow their follow their penises and just do whatever that dictates. And women would be more about the emotional support. And it seems to be that that's been flipped. But Professor, speaking about the men in particular, the 46 men that you interviewed that were uh, obviously cheating and went elsewhere. Was any of it ever, did you feel like justified? I know you're not trying to make excuses for it, but could you understand it? Did you ever kind of go, okay, or was it all like wrong from your perspective? Mm. I mean, I, I'm very much a person who doesn't have judgment about what other folks do, right? Mm. It's not really my business. Um, it was a difficult study to conduct. Um, there were lots of moments where I would stop and think, you know, I would have said I'm a person who's never been cheated on, right? But as I'm doing these interviews, I'm thinking, my goodness gracious, <laughs> everyone I've ever been with could have cheated on me. How would I know? Um, <laughs> so they were difficult interviews to conduct. And I think it's really easy to write off men's concerns. Do I think it's justified? Uh, I, I don't know that that's really even a question that I can think about or frame. Can I understand what the men are saying? Yes. I think it's intensely sad, though. It did seem like these were situations where if men could just feel comfortable enough to say, hey, you know, I'm not feeling great about myself. I It'd be great if you could compliment me more, you know, <laughs> or yeah. uh, I'm feeling sad and I need to talk to you about that. But men really didn't feel like they had the autonomy to voice their needs or their emotions. I don't think that's something the wives were doing to them. I think that has more to do with like U.S. socialization, right? Here in the United States, we sort of tell men, hey, you get two emotions, pal. You can lust or you can be angry yeah. and that's it. And if yeah. it's anything else, you can't talk about it. And so they felt like if she didn't say to them, hey, you seem sad or, you know, what's going on with you or something, they couldn't voice that. So it was it was difficult to read these accounts and to talk to these men just from the standpoint of, my goodness, how many of these <laughs> affairs would never even happen if these men could just voice their feelings. And did you notice anything about their ages, like that they differed, the cheating differed between the certain kind of older man and younger man? Not really. I talked to men between the ages of 27 and 70, and the stories were pretty consistent across age groups, which is a little bit surprising. Yeah, that is surprising, because I would have thought maybe the older mind frame would have been, like you said, you have two emotions and that's all we're kind of dealing with here. Whereas the younger age group may be more open-minded and their relationship might be more, yeah, I guess, advanced in that regard. I, I did not find that. Now, I, I hope that the younger generation is getting uh, more advanced and all that. But it did seem like all of the men that I spoke to were extremely tethered to gender norms and gender mm. expectations and this idea that... I can't talk about this. In fact, if they did approach their wives, all they would ever say was, hey, we're not having enough sex. 
And that was part of their complaint. Absolutely. But they never got into that, you know, hey, I'm not feeling appreciated. I don't feel like you really like me as a person anymore, you know, which is a far deeper issue, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. And I know most men would just, even if they pluck up the courage to say that, then their next step after being rejected will just be the hit the bottle and they just go down the pub for the next four days and come back and be like, ah, uh, let's just do this and see how we go with it. But it, was there any, out of the 46 people that you kind of interviewed and spoke to, was there was there any one story that was more like shocking than the other? Or like, what was like the worst case of infidelity that you came across? Hmm. That is a good question. They they were all touching in their own ways. So I certainly don't want to, you know, lessen anyone's story. Mm. But I guess the two that stick out the most in my mind, um, a man who told, he, he told in great detail about his sexual encounters with his wife. And this is radio, so I'm not going <laughs> to go into all that for you. But all I will say is that reading it, I thought, oh, gosh, that's just heartbreaking to me. Um, and then he reread it and said <laughs> it was really heartbreaking. He said, you know, I could be anybody. The sex he described was so impersonal and it was so lacking in any kind of intimacy or connection, you know. And when I read it, I thought, oh, that just that breaks my heart and how lonely it must be to be in a marriage where that's the physical intimacy you're having. Mm. And so that one really, really stuck out. And then I guess the other one is a man who said that um, he really believed that if he had to stop having affairs, that he would end up hitting his wife at home. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. I think those are the two that really stuck out to me the most. There's something really cowardly about that, though, isn't there, that they can't just kind of walk away and end the relationship if they're that unhappy? Well, you know, it's a tough thing. It's the same thing with the women that I interviewed. You know, that's the first question on everybody's mind, right? Why cheat? You know, why not just leave? And and the answers from both groups are really the same. The primary answer was, I love my spouse, which it's easy for us to say, well, do you? Because <laughs> you're out yeah. doing this stuff. But they, they really did believe that they loved their spouses. They didn't want to break their spouse's heart by ending the relationship. They didn't want to break up the family. A lot of them had children, you know, and they said, I don't want to take my child from their father. I don't want to only see my child on the weekend, et cetera. And, you know, if you've ever dissolved a relationship, it is not a simple matter. You know, you're financially en enmeshed with one another. You own property together a lot of the time. Um, that's a really depressing and frustrating and acrimonious process to enter into. So I don't think that it's terribly surprising that if folks are otherwise satisfied in a relationship that they would want to just, I call it the infidelity workaround, you know, rather mm -hmm. than break all that up, they want to keep what they think is working and they want to outsource the things they don't think are working. Have you ever come across a situation where it made sense for either partner to continue cheating in the relationship? Um, a lot of the women that I spoke to had sexless marriages due to um, some health situation with their husband. So sex was just not possible between right. the two of them. 
Um, and that had been the situation for years, sometimes decades. Um, in those scenarios, I think I probably was a little more um, understanding you know, what, mm. what do you do in that kind of situation? You know, when we stand and pledge our eternal love to someone in front of witnesses, um, we're not thinking that, hey, something could happen and my marriage could become sexless and I'm in my early 30s. You know, that's a that's a difficult situation for everyone. Yeah. And, and then you have to think, if you couldn't have sex with your spouse, would you rather leave you? Or would you rather them get their needs met secretly and things go on? And and the answer is going to be different for everyone, obviously. But, you know, that's a tough situation. Yeah, definitely. I can totally understand in that regard because you're being deprived of something that you need. Yes. Of course, by the same token, as much as it's easy to discount these men's concerns from their perspective they're being deprived of something. They really truly believe that it's not just that their needs are not getting met. They believe their wives are purposefully withholding meeting their emotional needs. They feel like she's punishing them. Now that may not at all be the reality, right? If I were to talk to their wives, their wives may think everything is great, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, which was another sad thing I kept thinking during these interviews, right? How many of these wives think that everything is, is groovy at home? Um, so for the men, their perception of the situation was exactly the same. If you've just tuned in, we're chatting to uh, Professor Walker. She's an expert and author in infidelity and has a new book out, Chasing Masculinity, Men, Validation and Infidelity, where she sat down with 46 cheating men and asked them why they did it. Uh, Professor, did you ever feel like punching any of them in the mouth when you were chatting to them? Or (laughs) did you have to restrain yourself and go, you're an idiot? Um, I talk about in the book one man who dropped out of the study. I don't know if I want to punch him in the mouth, but I, I did find our conversation frustrating for the simple fact that um, he, after we had completed his interview, um, so there's really no need for us to talk any further, right? Um, <laughs> he contacted me to tell me that he, he wouldn't tell me about his afternoon. He had met a woman for the first time for lunch and he thought she was the ugliest woman he had ever seen in his life. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he decided in his charitable benevolence to go ahead and have sex with her because in his mind the poor thing you know who's gonna have sex with this terribly ugly woman yes oh yes and i mean this is the longest email i've maybe ever received in my life and he goes into great detail (laughs) with their afternoon together and how disgusting he finds her but he reports to me that he's given her this afternoon of you know heavenly bliss right because he's so amazing in bed and um, what a good guy he is, right, for donating his, his time. <laughs> and um, I guess I didn't respond as enthusiastically as he thought I was going to. He was really expecting me to say, like, what a great guy you are. <laughs> you know, that's such a great thing to do. And I did not respond <laughs> with that sentiment. Um, and he got really abusive to me, actually, and and said that he wished he'd never spoken to me. And so I removed him from the study. I don't know if I want to punch him in the mouth, but um, that was a frustrating afternoon. Yeah. Did you find actually that any of them had certain personality traits that would have rang a bell? Like, you know, maybe a man that has an ego. 
there certainly wasn't a prevalent uh, theme throughout them. I mean, you know, you talk to 46 people, sure, you're going to have a few. Um, I would say probably five of them were, you know, pretty happy with themselves. <laughs> yeah. Or have narcissistic traits, because I definitely remember going out with someone who was a full-blown narcissist and, you know, I never met his emotional needs and I was always the issue with everything. And although I don't know if he cheated on me, I don't think he did, I'm sure... If it continued on, he would have probably blamed me for having to have to go off with somebody else because I wasn't there for him for whatever reason, he would have said. But yeah, so I'm just wondering, did that show show its face anywhere? Um, I didn't pick up on anything like that. But you also have to keep in mind, um, my contact with these folks is 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 very focused and limited. Right. So it'd be kind mm. of difficult for me to um make any real judgments about what kind of person they are unless you know like the five guys who who really had a very inflated ego um you know unless it just is so so obvious um so i didn't really pick up on anything like that you know i i couldn't really say if anybody had narcissistic tendencies you're listening to the room 104 podcast with cormac moore and Sir long fm 104 Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.